0: Welcome to season four of the Centennial College podcast, Through a Global Lens. In this season, the International Education Services and Global Experience Team, or SAGE, explores topics that affect international students and internationally-minded students, staff, and faculty. Whether you've traveled a long way to study at Centennial or you're considering traveling abroad, this podcast is for you. Today's host is Jocelyn Babudri.
1: Welcome to Through a Global Lens. I'm your host, Jocelyn Baboudri, And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Centennial's Global Experience Programs, which allow our students to travel abroad. The Sage team makes travel easy and affordable for our student body. And in this podcast, we're going to break down some common barriers to traveling and misconceptions that many of our students have about studying abroad. We are very lucky to have three fantastic Centennial College students on our panel today, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves.
2: Hi everybody, my name is Taranjit Singh. I'm a Business Administration Leadership and Management student. I went for GCEL, which is Global Citizenship Equity and Learning Experience, to Cuba, and I also went to Finland for a short international program.
3: Hi everybody, Uh, my name is Anisha Bishop. I also went to Cuba on a Global Citizenship and Equity Learning Experience. I went to Japan on a short international program and I went to Scotland on a semester exchange. So hi
0: everyone, I'm Monica and I'm a hospitality and tourism admin student. Like Arnisha, I went to Scotland for a semester exchange program for five months and currently I am participating in the Global Capstone program.
1: Wow, so many different places from all over the world. Welcome everyone, thank you so much for being here. Before we jump in, I just want to give a quick overview of some of the different types of global experience programs that we actually offer at Centennial. So the SAGE team offers a variety of options for students to travel abroad during their studies. Our students can work, study, do some research, or volunteer abroad. And there are programs that run throughout the year in different parts of the world. We have programs that run over engagement week. We have some programs that happen over the summer. We have short duration programs that last as long as a week, or you can travel like Monica and Arnisha did for up to four months on a semester exchange program. So you'll be hearing a lot of acronyms throughout this episode, but you'll be able to see a detailed description in the episode notes. Just to get started, maybe Arnisha, could you tell us a little bit more about where you went and what you did there?
3: So for my Giselle, I went to Cuba. So we worked in Varadero on a farm. Um, for my short international program, or SIP, I went to Japan, and we did a culture exchange with the Japanese students there for language, culture. And for my semester exchange, I went to the University of West Scotland that's located in Paisley, and I took one semester of their biomedical program. Some I'm a biotechnology student, so that was the closest that they had there.
1: Oh, fantastic. So for those of you who don't know, our Giselles or Global Citizenship and Equity Learning Experiences are about 10 to 14 day long service learning experiences where students get to work on social justice and equity projects in various parts of the world like Cuba. Monica, maybe you can tell us a little bit about where you went and what you did there.
0: So like Arnisia, I also went to Scotland at the University of West Scotland for a semester exchange program. Um, I experienced one semester of tourism management there, and it was a great experience because um, aside from my get to escape the winter here in Canada in 2019, um, it was a great experience to um, know Scottish education and to understand tourism from that side of the world.
1: Fantastic. And you're also doing another program right now, the Global Capstone Program.
0: Exactly. It was a great program, which I'm currently in and doing lots of research right now with my team.
1: So for those of you who don't know, Global Capstone is a fairly new program here at SAGE. It's where we take diverse groups of students from all different programs on the campus, put them in teams, and they work on a real-life problem together and present it to a panel of industry experts the winning teams of that pitch, then get to take all their learning and all of their um, experience abroad on a two-week faculty-led international program. And this year it is to Brazil. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for being here, Monica. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have you. And Taranjeet, can you tell us a little bit about where you went and what you did there?
2: So I went to Santa Dispirituos in Cuba for my G-Cell. Uh, In 2018, uh, we were helping the farmers over there. We were working on the fields, and we learned a lot about permaculture. And last year, I went to Finland at uh, Turku University of Applied Sciences, where we were learning about circular economy. It was a short, intensive program for 14 days, and we learned about sustainability and a lot more.
1: Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, our sips are great because they're, they're shorter in duration, and they happen over the summer. And they're more independent than our faculty-led programs or our Giselles because students are traveling independently to that country where they stay at our partner university and take a short uh, academic course like you did, Taranjeet, or learn a language and learn about the culture like you did, Arnisha. What made you decide to apply for an exchange program or a SIP or Giselle? Like, What motivated you to really look into that?
3: So prior to coming to Centennial College, I worked a lot with the a region Park project and just seeing a lot of at-risk youth and I kind of wanted to be the motivator for them to go to college to experience everything that they can. So that was pretty much my take on it and I know that Centennial is super supportive when it comes to their Giselles and their SIPS and their exchanges and I knew that no matter what Centennial would have had my back even if something happened on the trip or if I needed extra guidance. So that was really my driving, two of my driving forces for applying for SIPs. So.
1: Fantastic. What about finances? Were you were you concerned about that being a barrier to travel, especially in in case of the semester exchange program, which is a much longer commitment? Um, was the bursary helpful? Um, how, how did you navigate that conversation?
3: So I was really nervous. I actually went to my bank a few times and kept checking my balance just to ensure that I, I, had, enough, <laughs> I had enough money to travel. <laughs> Um, So, what I actually did was I sat down and I made a budget, and I made a budget as if I was staying in Canada, paying rent, paying for my car, just doing everything as normal. And what I discovered was, one, Scotland a lot cheaper than Canada, Um, and the bursary actually helped a lot with that, because in Scotland, my flat was only 500 a month, whereas my rent here was more than that. if you're able to allocate a small amount, say you're working a part-time job right now and you're able to allocate a small amount every single month knowing you're going to apply, but no, as soon as you know you're going to apply, start allocating a small amount because you might be that lucky person that gets to go on an exchange for a whole semester and now you're having the time of your life, you know, traveling abroad. I really want to thank the Sage team for helping me in regards to budgeting and being more confident in myself and that Really meant a lot to me. So thank you.
1: Oh, that's so great to hear. And budgeting, that's such great advice. I mean, you know, even just for life. And Monica, you know, what about you? I mean, you also went to Scotland on an exchange program. Um, Talk, talk to me about maybe your concerns with finance and, and how, how Sage maybe helped you with that.
0: Yeah, I was also like Arnisha. I was not confident, especially about the financial aspect that goes with studying abroad for a whole semester. But the bursary helped me a great deal as well. So a major portion of the bursary went towards renting a flat with Melanie, which also is a student from the same program as me. And we went to Scotland on the same program. And then... Um we were both very frugal and practical because we wanted to save money and travel the whole u k, which we did. So we didn't aside from the bursary from from the sage team or from the from Centennial College, we didn't have to to shell out a single cent in our
1: pocket. so, what kinds of things did you end up spending on when you were abroad?
0: Yeah, of course basic needs come first. <laughs> Food,
1: <laughs> shelter,
0: <laughs> and then our transportation. And then um, our 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 minor excursions, which is part of the program, for example, field trip to the Bannockburn Heritage Site, which we needed for the for the tourism management program.
1: Neat. And uh, Arnisha, what about when you went on that sip to Japan? What did you spend your money on?
3: So I actually was able to stay in Japan an extra two weeks. And I was able to spend about $5 a day on food. So around the corner from the um, Nagoya Gakuen University, there was a convenience store, and the ready-made meals were about $5 per portion, and they were enough to feed you three times a day. Yeah. Um... (laughs) So that allowed me to stay in Japan an extra two weeks. And if you want to stay in Japan post your sip, you can, but just know I would recommend hostels. Hostels are a great way to stay, in, to stay in Japan, and they're actually very clean and they're very well taken care of. And while we were on the trip in Nagoya as well, we stayed in a lot of hostels along the way. So the university paid for us to stay in hostels as well. So it's a good experience. Fantastic.
1: And Tarenji, when you went to Finland, um, on your SIP, your short international program, um, which are about 70% funded by the college. So we we do provide a bursary for that. Um, But when you went to Finland, what did you end up spending uh, when you were there?
2: So the bursary that I got, uh, I was able to use that very efficiently because uh, the flight that I booked, I booked a lot like around two months ago. So I got a very good price. Uh, So I saved some money from there. And then the rest of the amount that I got was uh, used mostly on the renting an apartment. And I was uh, sharing a apartment with two other students from Centennial, so it lowered down the whole price. And the rest of it was majorly uh, on the groceries. I found that groceries were a little bit expensive in Finland than uh, in Canada. And uh, the social program, the, the program itself was paid by the college, so I didn't make much of expensive from my pocket, just some on food. And it was all good otherwise.
1: It sounds like all of you benefited a lot from from that extra leg up with the bursary that the, the college does provide. All of our programs that SAGE offers, our SIPs, our Giselles, our Applied Research Abroad programs, our faculty-led international programs, our exchanges, internships, conferences, all of them, the college will cover approximately 70 to 100% of all travel costs for these programs, which, as you've heard from Arneesha and Tara and Monica, and Monica, can, can really help um, you know, get you to take that, that extra step and that risk because we're, we're taking some of the financial barrier away and making them accessible for our entire community. Um, so one thing I want to talk about is our, our faculty-led international programs. So our flips are two approximately two-week long programs and they're really targeted towards specific programs at <coughs> Centennial. Um, they're about 10 to 14 days long. And usually students from a particular program will travel with a faculty member and they'll work on an intensive course um, that includes classes and site visits and hands-on projects. As an example, we have students from our supply chain management program who will be traveling in two weeks to the Panama Canal, um, where they're really going to going to learn a lot about the global supply chain, and and basically all their learning will come to life. So for flips, we typically pay for all the big expenses. The college will pay for flights, accommodation, in-country transportation, insurance, some meals, depending on the program. Very much like the Giselle that you, uh, Taranjeet and Arneesha went on, where the college just sort of took care of that, and then Mm -hmm. you had to maybe bring a bit of personal spending money for that. usually we ask students for our flips and our giselles um, to to budget about three hundred dollars for a program like that so let's switch gears here and and i want to talk about school because let's face it it is hard being a student isn't it there's a lot on your plate very busy tests assignments Um, a lot of students are curious you know how did you balance the participation with your global experience program so monica i'm i'm really curious maybe you can share with us You know, how did you make it work academically for for yourself?
0: Yeah, for mine, there wasn't really any conflict because I was there for a whole semester. So that means that I don't need to be in Centennial College for one whole semester, which I just devoted and focused on studying um, in University of West of Scotland. Right, so there wasn't really any problem, and my professors were really here. My professors here in Centennial College were in touch with me. They were mentoring me, even though I am in the University of West Scotland, and there wasn't really any conflict at all. So don't be nervous about how it's gonna affect your GPA and all that. I have all those worries, but at the end of the day, I I got credited six subjects from that exchange program, which is really great.
1: Wonderful. and what about you, Anisha? You know how how did you balance your participation, um, not just on the semester exchange program, but but even with the SIP and the Giselle that you were able to
3: do? How did you how did you manage that? So for me, it was pretty intense because I went straight from my. So I took my exchange in the winter semester, and then in the summer I went to Japan. So I had I did have to miss a, an, a summer semester that I could have taken. However. It actually panned out a lot better because in the fall, I was able to take all of my courses, and I was able to add additional courses if I needed it, but I didn't actually need to do that. With Japan, I was actually able to add that to my resume, and I was able to get a pretty prestigious internship. So I really recommend going on Giselle just to add to your resume and put it on your resume so that people know that you took that extra step.
1: You make a really great point, Mm. is most employers these days are looking for that global experience. They're looking for, you know, uh, employees who are competent in cultural uh, communication, who have great communication skills and, and, you know, can navigate different challenges and are adaptable and flexible. And Tarenji, what are some of the benefits that you found from participating in your program?
2: You learn a lot, I would say. It's not only personally. But the life skills you have, being in a different country, completely new people, even if they are from your own college, few of them, still you meet them for the first time and you're going in a different country, living with different people, experiencing their culture and adapting with that uh, and know all that time management skills, that budget budgeting. I never did that in my whole life. My parents used to do that for me. but how to manage the budget and be in that specific limit. Those skills, I don't know where you can learn. You take a financial course, I don't know what, but I got that that experiential learning by going on those experiences. And also, uh, I am very much engaged at the college. And if you talk about our college itself, it's so much diverse. We, we have students over 100 countries speaking more than 100 languages. So how we, we see ourselves in that global community, how we Interact with them, you. I think it was just amazing for me to go on those experiences. Yeah, and I would definitely recommend students because I have friends on in different schools and universities, and most of schools don't have something like that. All they have is some kind of exchange program. But our college has so many different kind of global experiences. It's just they ask me how, like, how do you have you're traveling all over the world, so i feel so glad that i'm part of this community and we have so many great opportunities
3: and to add to that too making friends is probably the best part of stage programs some of my closest friends are friends that i made on stage programs especially japan we were such a close-knit group we loved each other so much we supported each other so much so if you're feeling a little bit lonely and you're not entirely sure how to make friends in Centennial College. I rarely recommend going on a Sage Exchange or a Giselle and making those friends and making those connections because they might not be in your program, but it might help you connect with people that you never thought you would connect with, that you never thought you'd speak to in your entire life. You might be able to connect with them and make a long-lasting connection. Like, for me, some of those people went to my wedding, so that was pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> wow! <so> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I really... I appreciate that yeah. aspect as well. That's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah I totally agree, because I'm currently in the Global Capstone program, and I have my group mates who are five in the group. I never experienced myself like having those kinds of close friends in my life, if not with the help of SAGE.
1: Wow, that's amazing to to make those long-lasting connections and and really come together and do something incredible in Cuba, in Scotland, you know, in Japan is amazing. And Teringe, like you you mentioned something really interesting which was a lot of our community, you know, they come to Canada and they 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 don't get an opportunity to travel. And one of the misconceptions that I want to clear up right now is all of our programs are open to to domestic and international students. You know, they're open to any full-time centennial student, regardless of where you're from or if you're international or domestic. Um, So that's really great. And on your Giselle, um, you know, most of our Giselles happen over the engagement week mm-hmm. so when we're talking about academics and how to make it work you know we're we're talking about planning your model route with your coordinator if you're if you're wanting to go on an exchange or maybe doing a, a short international program when you have the summers off um, but what about the Giselles, Terran sheet how did how did you balance that did that work okay with you
2: Oh it worked fantastic I so my Giselle was in in summer uh, so as I told already that my summers were off completely. And I was just so glad because it gives you a sense of relief because you don't have any classes going on that you're missing and you're in Cuba. You know, it's so much fun. And it's not, it, of course, like you're learning as well. Learning is a great aspect of it, but the fun is also a major part of it. And if you have both combined, it just gets so amazing. And I was all um, free, like, my mind was clear that uh, I'm not missing any classes or there are tests going on. But even if they were, I'm, I'm very much uh, confident in this thing that our professors and faculty are so much supportive, and especially if you're going something for this, they will definitely support in that.
1: Fantastic. So we've talked about academics a little bit. We've talked about some of the benefits and and also you know the the bursary and the funding that's provided. But uh, let's let's really get down to logistics. You know sometimes for someone who's never traveled before, there's a lot you need to do. You got to book flights, accommodations. You might need to look into getting a visitor visa. Figure out in country transportation. It's a lot. It's it's kind of overwhelming. Um, so Monica, maybe you could, you could share with us a little bit about your experience with travel and how you felt about the logistics side of things.
0: Yeah, first of all, I'm very nervous, especially when it comes to applying visa. Like I am totally, uh, I totally have zero knowledge when it comes to applying a student visa to the UK but the Sage team, specifically Jocelyn helped me a lot when it comes to lodging my application. I have no idea about how to manage the VFS site and all that. And then also throughout my duration of, of travel in Scotland, um, I was confident because I know that I have Sage team. They always check on us, they send us email. And also I remember that I needed to extend my, my insurance coverage for three more days. I remember emailing Jocelyn and then when I checked on my email it was done. Like okay Monica I was extended. So the support is enormous and you don't really have to be worried about it. I was I was worried back then and I hope that I did not I did not worry that much because Sage team has got your back really.
1: That's so wonderful to hear and you know a lot of what you're mentioning is we do stay in touch with you Uh, you know we don't we don't just send you abroad and say okay good luck see you in five months you know we're still there and um, you know especially for our longer term programs you know our students still have access to their coordinator for some support and and um, their success advisors and of course the sage team so um, it's great to hear that you felt really that you benefited from that, you know, consistent level of support that we can provide you. Um, And we love hearing from you too, because (laughs) it makes us so happy when we see how you're doing and uh, we get to see the pictures that you post and and it really makes our day as well. Um, So Taranjeet, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how did you manage the logistics of getting to Finland for your SIP program? How did that work for you?
2: Oh, it went very well. Uh, I felt very much prepared. The pre departure meeting that we had, we were kind of able to familiarize uh, each other with the group. Uh, the Sage portal that we have is just fem- phenomenal. You get all the documents that you require for your visa. You have your insurance over there. You have emergency contact uh, for the country. So I was I felt very much prepared and uh, I had all the information that I needed. And the continuous support from Sage. Okay, if I'm missing something, I was getting emails on it. So I, I, I personally found out that it, it was much easier than I was thinking, because uh, we have a team that has our back. So I really appreciate that.
1: That is so That's so great to hear that you felt our pre-departure training, which is something we provide for all of our programs, really helped prepare you for travel, which is great. I'll just talk a little bit about the kind of support that we provide. So a lot of our programs, like our FLIPs and our Giselles and our Applied Research Abroad programs, our ARAPs. The SAGE team actually just books the flights and hotels for you, so we you don't have to worry. There are some more independent programs, like our SIPs and our Exchange, where you're not traveling with, with faculty, where you know we'll give you the bursary and some guidance and, and give you some help, but you're doing the actual booking. So it's great to hear that you you found that support um, helpful, G. Our goal at SAGE is to to provide you assistance from the moment you apply to the mo- to the moment you depart and then when you come back. So we're with you all the way through from from pre-departure to your return. So, I just want to chat a little bit about, you know, some of these barriers we're talking about. All of you have have done more than one program with us and you've you've been able to overcome some of these academic, logistical, personal and and financial barriers um why would you why would you want to do this again after you had your first program uh after you did your first giselle or nisha why would you want to do this again
3: you know the experience it's pretty much once in a lifetime and i got to do it three times in my lifetime (laughs) so (laughs) the reason why i'd want to do it again is because i know that the sage team has my back in case anything happens but i also know that The experience that you get from traveling abroad makes you a global citizen now we talk about global citizen equity a lot at centennial college but it's really hard to be a global citizen when you're based in canada and you're in the workplace and you might not know exactly what a global citizen means but you attend centennial college you have a diverse amount of students and then you're sent abroad and you're, you're faced with a barrier. You might say, I don't actually know how to communicate with this person abroad because we have a language barrier or a cultural barrier. But the SAGE team actually gave me a lot of information on how to communicate, especially in Japan. That was a big one because their culture is a lot different from our culture. And being able to have some insight as to what I'm going to expect when I land helps me in my anxiety and helped me calm down and be able to take in the experience a lot better. So the SAGE team is what makes me want to apply again, <laughs> specifically.
1: That's so fantastic. Um, Monica, you had a, an interesting experience when you, when you came back from Scotland. Um, and you, know, you experienced some, some academic growth, some personal growth. Maybe you could share a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, the, the semester exchange program was very helpful, especially in the tourism industry, which I am part of. I can say that I experienced both professional and personal growth. After my return from Scotland, my academic performance skyrocketed. I got 4.5 GPA last semester, which I thought was impossible. I received the service-inspired scholarship, and I was also awarded the best social venture award in a campus-wide competition. So this semester, as as I previously mentioned, I am participating in the Global Capstone Program. And I am recently nominated in in a prestigious Canada-wide program, which is called Baxter Student Ambassador Program. So I'm a finalist for that one. And the growth is enormous. And I would advise to just grab every opportunity that come your way and take ownership of your personal growth. Because nobody else will do that for you.
3: And just to add about scholarships, in case you're away if I I was just applying for scholarships for the winter semester if you do an exchange, if you're away for the whole semester and you do actually get accepted for a scholarship, they can mail that letter directly to you. um, Or they can mail it to your parents and they can take care of that for you. So I won two scholarships while I was away. So that helps me fund my or my exchange semester a little bit further. So don't be too worried about saying, well, I applied for this and I applied for this. I might miss it. I might miss walking on stage. What am I going to do? The stage team is going to help you navigate all of that.
0: Yeah. I also received a scholarship when I was in Scotland. So I had my husband walk for me. So he
1: received a check and and the award for me. Oh, that's cool. My mom walked for me. That's amazing. Um, I'm going to switch gears here. And I want to ask you, what is your most memorable moment? Maybe starting with you, Arnisia, what what maybe you experienced
3: while you were traveling abroad? Does there anything stand out to you? So when we were in Japan, we went to Tokyo Disneyland, uh, me and a few of the girls on the short international program, and I have to say, the level of customer service in Japan far exceeds anything that I've ever experienced and all the countries that I've traveled to. When we were at Tokyo Disneyland, we all went on this one ride, and this is my most memorable moment, and we held hands, because we were scared to get on this one ride, because it was a roller coaster, and none of us like, really like roller coasters, but it was something we had to do. And that's when I finally figured out the meaning behind global citizenship and equity, <laughs> just about being able to not even know someone, and being able to hold their hand through anything that you're going through, and that, to me, was the most important experience. Wow,
1: sounds like a fun memory. Yeah.
3: <laughs> did you <laughs> scream? Yes. <laughs>
1: what about you, Monica? Did, did, do you have any memorable moments that you want to share?
0: Um, there's a lot, too. But aside from the whiskey tourism that's happening in in Scotland and in Northern Ireland, so there's this one experience wherein Melanie and I went to Belfast in Northern Ireland. Uh, So, we went to Giant's Causeway, which is actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So um, I asked Melanie that we go there because um, it's Ireland's only um, World Heritage Site. And it turns out when I posted it on my social media that it's also actually a Game of Thrones filming (laughs) location, so that was really nice as well. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? i'm not but my friends are and they're like i'm jealous i wish i'm there too
1: <laughs> so yeah. yeah that's amazing what about you taranjeet uh,
2: for me it's actually a hard question because i really really loved each and every moment being there uh, but if i have to pick one it would be to just be with those people those great friends that i made from all around the world and we we're still connected and I think it's just amazing that how these global experiences bring people from all over the world together and you make long-lasting friendships
1: wow that's fantastic so i want to end with a message to all of our listeners which is if you think you can't travel you can and in fact the best time to do so is while you're a full-time student at Centennial because we give you support, we help you with funding, we help you with logistics, and it in the end, it looks great on your resume. So, you know, thinking about all those listeners out there, all the members of our community who are curious, they want to try this, they're interested. Um, Taranji, what would you say to those people right now who, who maybe are on the fence and want to travel or are a bit nervous? You know, what what would, what would your advice be for them?
2: This is a lifetime experience that you get, and uh, being in Centennial is such a fortunate thing that our, our college provides such kind of opportunities to travel all over the world. I would definitely recommend students, no matter if you're domestic, international, because it's open for all the students. Uh, so don't think that it's only domestic. I'm an international student. I went for two global experiences. And we have Sage, that's a great team, who has your back, and... Uh, you will love this and you will definitely grow.
1: That's great. And what about your Anisha for all your captive audience out there who's who's curious and maybe wants to go to Japan and or Scotland? What would what would your final advice be for them?
3: Do it and take ownership of it and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do the best I can, even if you're nervous and just do it.
1: Monica
0: on a personal note, involve your loved ones with with your experience. Like my husband was very supportive with me. We kind of have to experience a long-distance relationship for like four or five months. Um, tell your, your cousins, tell your parents about it. You'll be surprised how happy your loved ones would be to celebrate your successes, no matter how small or big they are.
1: Wow, that's such a great message. So I guess what I want to say to our listeners today is... If you think you can't travel, you can, you can. Actually the best time to travel is when you're a full-time student at Centennial. We offer a lot of support as, as our panelists have mentioned today. We offer some bursaries, we offer logistical support and we've got a lot of different programs. So there's definitely one that's right for you. There's one that's right for you in terms of timing, in terms of duration or location. Um, so if there's any listeners out there right now take a moment check out the sage portal sage.centennialcollege.ca and see what programs are out there. Or come on by to our offices. Give us a call. Shoot us an email. If you want to know more information, our email is sage at centennialcollege.ca. We have a team of advisors, including myself, who can help advise you on maybe the best program for you, or we can give you some additional support or guidance to make your global experience journey happen. I want to thank Taranjeet and Arneesha and Monica for all your words of wisdom and your, your practical advice about budgeting and your encouragement. You're all an inspiration. We are so grateful that, you know, you, you did a program with us once and then you came back and tried it again. So thank you very much for your thoughts today.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Through a Global Lens. Join us for next week's episode, Faculty and Staff Go Abroad. Make sure to listen and subscribe to the Centennial College Podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.